Hello, my name is Kelly Rose. I've worked with Alexa Dara for the last four years, and to say that I've grilled her on everything light, angel, and energy related is a pure understatement. I've often thought that others could benefit from our discussions, and now they will. Thank you so much for joining me on this project, Alexa. To bring listeners up to speed, you have been channeling angelic energy since the age of three. You hold a master's of theology degree, and you have been a traditional naturopathic doctor for over 20 years. Your approach has been nothing short of life-changing for me personally. Thank you, Kelly. It is a wonderful testimony for me going into this work to watch somebody like you grow from the work, moving through awareness into strength. Thank you. Thank you. I look so forward to these daily conversations. This is Audio Alchemy with Alexa Dara. Good morning, Alexa. Good morning, Kelly. How are you today? And I hope today finds you surrounded by the most amazing blessings. Thank you so much. It is beautiful weather and... um, already had a gorgeous walk and with uh, the Grand Observer in my ear to remind me of all the things that are so incredibly powerful. Um, Grand Observer was the one that um, really got to me personally and made me, it was, it felt like a tool and a tactic and I will get into that um, later um, in this discussion, but the grand observer is, I call it sort of my secret weapon now. And Mm -hmm. I'm super excited to talk about this. Um, how would you define the grand observer archetype? The grand observer archetype is first, it operates in our higher self. It is, it operates in a space where it's connected to a higher reality. So it's an observer all the time. Mm -hmm. The grand observer is also a very male aspect of us. And it's always an observation of our actions. Mm -hmm. You say in the course that uh, the grand observer teaches us to step outside of any kind of drama or trauma. Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. So, and I know we're going to get into spiritual indifference Mm -hmm. later in this conversation, but it allows us to understand that we are the creator of our own stories. And so we are always present. If we're in drama, we're present in our drama. So the grant or trauma, the grand observer actually teaches us to be in a space of, excuse me, observation and full awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, the first channeled script you went into uh, for the divine grand observer was called the circle in the city. And this one is all about navigating distractions that um, like of the drama of others, old messages, anything that has like a distracting energy and step back into peace, no matter what hard stop. Can you talk a little bit about that navigation? It's so interesting that you're saying at at the same time that we're 
recording our podcast, I have this dog that's deciding that he wants his attention. And so I started to feel the stress coming up in me as I'm trying to stay focused. And the Grand Observer, that's a perfect tool. He's going to want his attention. And me, I need to find a place of peace because I'm stepping back into my own circle. What's going on around us is the outside circle. Mm -hmm. And where we are really strong within the Grand Observer is stepping back into our own presence and recognizing him wanting attention. Wonderful. That's not about my stress. Mm-hmm. Um, more than anything else the, um, that I have worked with, with the archetypes, um, the divine grand observer, I had a very, very deep personal visualization, like as a tool um, to help me actually translate the teachings of this like into a this is now in my tool belt of you know uh whatever can you talk a little bit of how like how can we train ourselves to get into this grand observer energy like as an immediate practice of anything that could come up I use it from super tiny things to really big stuff now well when we're doing the the scripts we're really we're really activating that that grand being in our society of our higher self. So the actual scripts are part of that teaching, stepping into that place and understanding that, again, we are the master of our own design. Mm-hmm. And where we want to live in our design is our choice. And this work helps us find that the divine grand observer becomes an absolute integration in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. What would you say to someone wanting to practice uh, more of like the embodiment of the grand observer? Would you give them some kind of like um, personal mantra with how would you tell people to re- to remind themselves that the grand observer is there for our, our um, to walk beside us at all times. Well, when they're doing the work with the scripts and the divine archetypes, they're learning to implement these as tools in their tool belt. Mm-hmm. So their own mantra would be that we are above our own chaos, that we need to be a witness to our own story. And that's what the grand observer is, is that grand observer is a witness to our own story. Mm-hmm. I have like a really personal visual visual way that I get into that's just something that I came up with uh, within one of the scripts and I use that. Um, is that something that you would encourage people to adopt something super personal to them to allow them to slip into that energy? Absolutely. One of my personal tools with this is I see a circle. Mm-hmm. And I'm above the circle and inside the circle is all the stories going on in my mind, in my reality. And I'm, I'm above it. I'm just a witness. And mm-hmm. so when I start to recognize as a witness that I'm creating so much of this, this drama going on in this circle, <laughs> then immediately the drama can be filtered. The drama right. can be recognized and it can be grounded and then I can step back into my own circle. So absolutely, we all we all need to create our own tool and our own mechanism of how to truly be that grand observer. Mm-hmm. The grand observer for me is the biggest 
neutralizer. It just neutralizes any kind of like polar feeling one way or another. And just, it really allowed me to look at a situation that I had projected was going to be defined as hard. And through the work of this grand observer, I was able just to observe it. Like, and, and I make no judgment whatsoever. Just, just take it in. It's exactly what it is. It's you become your own witness to your story. And as you're witnessing your own story, you are becoming non-reactive to what's happening in your story. In any situation, the stories that we create in our mind and we build on and we build on and we build. And then we've got this chaotic, this chaotic mess going on and we're stressed out from it. So with the Grand Observer, we are taught not to build. We're taught to witness. Uh Um, The second channeled script of the Divine uh, Grand Observer goes into the Golden Tower. And in the Golden Tower, we're just, we're like discovering the importance of our journey from spirit to body is what you say. Can you explain a little bit about that? In the Golden Tower, we really understand that we created this story, that we chose everything in our story Mm -hmm. to become the greatest being. And in this script, we really, the story, we very much learn how what we chose is what creates us to be magnificent and that it's our choice how we're going to operate in our own story. And that this is a story of the spirit because the spirit chooses this wonderful divine path for its own self growth. And integrates with this human existence. And we can make this journey magnificent if we choose to be part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, adding to that sort of exploration of like an individual path. You also, um, I found in the Golden Tower, it, it helps slow us down and embrace the discoveries of that. Can you help us better understand like that we chose these paths no matter Mm -hmm. what and and the speed at which we're doing we might as well be in it we might as well be present in it we Mm -hmm. chose our stories we choose we choose our genetics we choose our parents we choose our societies we choose the time we're entering we choose the month we enter we choose it all so that we can create an incredible storyline for who we're going to be on this planet. And we're going to have these, we're going to have these moments in our life that are our great lessons. And if we, if we blast through our lessons, guess what? We're going to go have to do it again. Right. So the grand observer teaches us to be present, to be aware, to be connected and conscious of what's going on around us mm-hmm. and move and through it's, it. It's, it's both for the, good discoveries and the super challenging ones as that, well but that's the that's the beauty in it it's all about right. what we're learning to our own personal growth you know we can't understand the incredible light happy joyful journey without understanding the other piece of that it's part right. of our growth of who we are as a human in our spirit consciousness always the contrast um in number three of the channel scripts 
for Grand Observer. Yeah, you uh, something you already touched on a little bit was spiritual indifference. And you say that spiritual indifference allows us to understand the path of another. Um, like, can you explain why that understanding, just the understanding piece of another's path oh, is the so important? Difference is an, in, an interesting path for us all. Most of us have the nature to want to help others. Mm-hmm. And so we think we need to intervene into their life. Now, what if their path was exactly not not to be present with another's interference. Mm -hmm. And so spiritual indifference for any type of healer is a very hard one because we want to go help all that we see. But sometimes that path is self-awareness. And Mm -hmm. when we interject ourselves into someone's life or a story of theirs that they're needing to go through on their own, we have now just created harm. And so spiritual indifference is a very fascinating energy. When somebody comes to you and asks you for help, it no longer is spiritual indifference. It's co-creating. Mm, All things that's a big distinction. seen that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a huge distinction. Um, what about if it's a, a parent-child relationship? Well, you have a contract with that child until that child is a certain age. And then once that child is a certain age, that child has to learn its own lessons. And there's times when that's where a child, and I should say that's where the parent needs to learn to be in its own full awareness of the grand observer to know when to intervene and when not to. Uh Um, Following that, we go straight into number four, which is the false creation. And this one was the one that I spoke about earlier, which was super helpful to me personally, when my son got married and I, you know, sort of sent ahead this message that it was going to be sort of awkward to see my ex-husband and his new wife at, at the wedding. And, um, you know, I worked really, really hard on all of these prior to that, but, and, and I really did kind of question, can I really do this? Can I learn or can I implement everything that I absolutely believe to be true in the Grand Observer teachings? Can I do it? Like it was a super... It was a curiosity, and I will tell you that not only did I do it, um, but it changed the way that I implement the Grand Observer, like I said, in the tiniest of things and in the really big things, and there doesn't seem to be a distinction between what is small and big anymore. It just is a different opportunity for me to observe without getting in that drama. Can you talk a little bit about that? So we start off early in the morning and we have a bad day. We start off our morning in a way that things are out of balance. And before we know it, we've created an entire story. And Mm -hmm. the story is now gone from bad to worse, to worse, to worse, to pure misery. And everyone involving your reality at that moment is part of your story. And 
99% of that is false. It started off with your rhythm of energy. So when we learn to be really present in the divine grand observer and utilize that as a tool, then we realize that we can stop the chain of reaction of energy from flowing because 99% of that isn't even real. It's right. It's our creation of our negative story. So we learn to look above it and rise above it and recognize at that moment, Ooh, I just, I just tripped on my shoelaces and I'm having a bad day. Okay. I'm recognizing I'm having a bad moment versus mm-hmm. a bad day. Mm-hmm. And we can stop it in our tracks. And that again comes from implementing the grand observer in this work and really understanding how to integrate that grand observer into our life. Mm-hmm. Working with this in that particular situation I mentioned, none of what I had projected existed. Like it couldn't because I was not in that energy. I was committed to the grand observer and committed to really trying to be able to um, just watch and observe and take it in. And I, I, I may have doubted that I could do it, but <laughs> I did it. And um, not only did I do it, but it was, like I said, just it was a beautiful experience uh, as opposed to anything that I should have feared or, um, you know, rejected in any way um number five takes us into the channel script uh number five for divine uh grand observer takes us into wisdom and you talk about how to process the internal and external watcher like how to look from above instead of um like interact with things that just aren't ours can you speak to that wisdom Absolutely. Again, that is the higher self being and the integration of the grand observer happens in the higher self. So you are so far above ego self or surface self. You have moved far above even Hyperion self. So when you're looking at your own life, you're looking at through with, with a, not a filter And not Mm -hmm. the ego-based reality, but a true level of wisdom. When to interact and when not to interact. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you want to punctuate for the Grand Observer? Like I said, it has proven to be one of my most powerful tools. And I hate to call it a tactic, but... For me, that's kind of how I use it. Um, And like I said, I use it in very, very small instances where I just need to think about a certain interaction that that is happening um, as as well as big things. Is there anything else you want to add to that Grand Observer? When I think when I utilize the Grand Observer, I utilize the Grand Observer in my channeling quite often. So I can stay really clear and really focused. And if it is your tactic, it's a tool. It's a tool. Mm -hmm. And so it becomes part of the integration of what the human being is needed through this work. It will show up for them in the way that they're needing to utilize it once they've done the work of the Grand Observer. Mm -hmm. Just becomes part of the tool belt. 
Mm -hmm. One of my favorite for sure. Thank you so much. And um, we are talking about the divine grandparents tomorrow morning. Wonderful. Thank you. And you have an absolute blessed day. Thank you. You too. And as always, if you'd like to work with Alexa one-on-one, please visit thelanguageoflovenlight.com or stop by the online store for quantum tools at lightlinkuniverse.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. If there's a topic you'd like us to explore, let us hear from you. Love and light always.